I've done a lot of mindset work, but I realized recently that although I've done those things, my body still felt fear around showing up confidently in my business. Hi, (laughs) my name is Celia and I usually introduce myself as a spiritual healer and strategist, but to be honest, there's something about that that doesn't feel totally 100% aligned. And in this moment of me recording, I'm not 100% sure what to call myself, but I'm still doing what I'm doing. I'm just... I don't want to get too fixated on what my current title is, (laughs) if that makes sense. But anyways, I am here right now in this moment, recording just on a whim, recording just unplanned and spontaneous from the, I guess, homework or suggestion that my coach, Amber, who you will get to meet in a future episode, that uh, my coach gave me. We had a coaching call earlier today and uh, it was like one of our best calls because I feel like I'm in such a good space right now. And there's been such a huge shift last week in me and how I operate. And it's just kind of been like this quantum leap of, you know, all the little action steps I've taken, even like before I started a business, uh, it's been, I started working with people in last summer. So it's been a year and like three months. I officially launched November 11th of 2020 though. So the official one year anniversary is like a little bit over a month away. Okay. But anyways, my coach suggested that I record today just totally unprompted because of my energy today. And she just really wanted me to capture myself in this space. So I don't even know if this is going to be an episode that I'm going to share. And to be honest, I don't even know what I'm going to say, but I'm just going to take a moment to ground myself right now. In this present moment, open up my heart and trust that what needs to be said will be said. So something that came up in our coaching call today where I was just like, wow, I do do that. And I thought it was funny. I was laughing at myself and I'm very grateful to be, first of all, to be in a space where I can laugh at the things that I do instead of like, denying it or getting defensive. I can just kind of like laugh and also like not making myself feel wrong for it. But what the thing is, is that, so my coach and I were talking about a masterclass that I am hosting. It's going to be called Self Unedited. And if this podcast is published, does end up getting published, the link for that will be in the show notes. So In creating this masterclass, 
we were talking about like what steps can I take next, but in the form of keeping it like fluid, not like I have to have this done by this day and just like what steps need to be taken. And with kind of like, I don't want to say no deadline because I did set a date that I wanted to be on my one-year business anniversary. But anyways, we set these steps and we got to this step of where I was like, I, and then I want to create a script. But then right away, right after I said that, I was like, mm, that seems like constrictive. And I don't really remember what I said, but Amber mirrored back to me that the script thing was, uh, how did you say? It was like a limitation for me. It was something that wasn't feeling good to me that I clearly, that wasn't like aligned, right? <laughs> so then we were just, you know, exploring that a little bit more. And here's what Amber made me realize that I think is really funny. She made me realize that this thing that I want to host a masterclass about is something that I have lived my entire life. It's something that I've experienced fully with my whole being. So I know it. I know the information. I like, because I went through it, I would know how to share my experience with other people basically. And she was also telling me that I don't need a script and I've never needed one, but I've been making them to make myself feel like I'm safe. And this was like a huge thing for me because I have high functioning anxiety and I like to over plan. So it's definitely a trait of my high functioning anxiety to create scripts for everything. I always write down what I want to say for uh, IGTV lives. When I go live, I don't necessarily look at my notes. Sometimes I will. And here's another thing that Amber, my coach brought up. She said, okay, first of all, she said I didn't need the script and that I was using them to like feel safe, which is true. And then she showed me that having a script was costing me connection, right? It was costing me connection because here I was showing up, like worried about, oh, I got to like say all of this word for word. I have to like make sure that I remember to say X, Y, and Z. And in doing that, it puts this kind of like, I guess, wall or barrier between me and whoever is watching. And it also feeds into that fear of like not being safe and of not trusting myself that I already know what I'm going to say and I don't need a script. So we just, uh, I created like a little outline for it. I thought I would need to create a keynote, but as I sat down and created that, I was like, oh, I really only need a slide for X, Y, and Z. So I really only need like four or five slides. The huge shift behind all of this for me personally is that I am stepping into my divine feminine. 
I'm so, I am so fucking grateful for this because <laughs> hold on. Let me just take a moment to just like, Oh, to feel this, to feel this. If you're watching on video, I just touched my, um, knuckle here because that is my confidence button. That's something from NLP called anchoring. And when you feel really like high vibe and high energy in real life, you should touch it to like add that into your confidence button. If that's something that you want me to share about in a future episode or in the Instagram, let me know. Let me know in the comments if you are watching on uh, YouTube and let me know if you are listening to the podcast, you can let me know on Instagram at selfexpressbabe. Okay. So where was I? I'm, I'm stepping into my divine feminine. So what does that mean? So I started working with clients last summer and I was so not in my divine feminine last summer or at any of my previous jobs, even in like, I don't know if in high school I was in my divine feminine. I'm trying to think back of like where I stopped being in the feminine and when I started being more masculine or like if I was always in the more masculine side and what I mean by the masculine side. So it's nothing to do with gender. It's just different energy. So the divine feminine is all about feeling. It's all about presence. It's all about being, it's all about how you're showing up in a space and it's about receiving. It's about like in the divine feminine as a leader, you would be delegating. You would have a smaller to-do list. You would have more time to just enjoy life. Uh, lots and lots of self-care. But in the masculine, it's more action. It's more do, do, do. <laughs> and that combined with my high-functioning anxiety was not a good not a good combination. <laughs> so I've worked on all year, all this year of 2021, I've worked on aligning more with the divine feminine. And now as of the time of recording this, it is Monday, October 4th. And Instagram and Facebook are down today. So I'm really grateful for that because I probably wouldn't wouldn't have like channeled so much creativity today from being in my divine feminine. Um, but so just, I want you to see that like, even before this year, like there's been work that's led up to this, but specifically me connecting with my divine feminine is a practice that I started in January of 2021. And now it's October, 2021. So if you want to make a change in your life, you have to give it time and you have to keep like for me, basically the journey was like, oh, this isn't working. I need to shift this. I need to shift it. And like constantly shifting my schedule and my uh, to-do list. And it was a constant thing of like, I, I wasn't finding what was working for me for a long, 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 long time. But I was committed to getting to this space of just being 
aligned with what I do because I just want to show up as me. I just want to show up as me with, with no masks, no filter, no acts. I just want to show up as me and serve as me, as who I really am and receive abundance as me. And there was a time in my life where I had that and I feel like I'm connected to it again. So the time of my life where I had that was when I was teaching yoga and I was living in Connecticut. So in 2016, in December of 2016, I went from such a harsh environment change. I went from living in Miami, Florida to moving to Unionville, Connecticut. I had to think about what the city was called. Unionville, Connecticut. So 80 degree weather of one day to like, I think it was 20 degrees and there was a blizzard on the first, on the first day. So when, when I moved to Connecticut, I was fresh off of, uh, my yogurt, my yogurt, (laughs) my yoga teacher training had ended a year before that, like exactly a year before that. So that was still, that experience was still very fresh in my, in my body. I also had just, I had finished. So all of 2016 from January, right until up until I moved, I was taking these seminars from a place called Landmark. So I took this thing called Landmark Forum, where it's like a weekend long seminar. And it's basically like a mindset shift. I don't really know how to explain it other than that. (laughs) And then the second weekend seminar, like a separate thing was called the advanced course. And then I took something called the excellence course, which I think was like three months where we met once a week in that, in the excellence course, we really worked on getting rid of complaining and getting rid of gossip. That was totally life-changing. And then from there, we did a program called the self-expression and leadership course. That's That was the next program that I signed up for. And that one, I want to say was like four months long. It was longer. It was a few months long. So in moving to Connecticut, I was like fresh off of this like whole year of paradigm shifts and mindset work and lots of NLP too. I didn't know it was NLP at the time, but once I learned about NLP, I was like, oh, this is what they used. This is how, this is why this worked. Um, So in moving to Connecticut, I was like 100% committed to teaching yoga full time. And because I held space for that, that's what happened. And uh, I actually ended up teaching at a, a gym that was walking distance from my apartment. I just walked in there and I was like, hey, my name is Celia. I'm a yoga teacher. I just moved here. I live right down the street. And I'm wondering if you need a yoga teacher. And he said, can you start on Monday? <laughs> and even though that was just, here's a little lesson on like a little win and why you should celebrate it because you never know what it would lead to. 
Hi, I am interrupting this episode real quickly to invite you to my masterclass, Self Unedited. This is a two-hour interactive masterclass where you will shrink your imposter syndrome and magnetize your business. Get ready to step out of your own way. Get ready to invite more authenticity and fun into your business so that you can create aligned offers, so that you can finally do the things that imposter syndrome has been holding you back from. Things like showing up on Instagram lives or doing whatever it is that you know you want to do, but fear is holding you back. I am so grateful and excited to share this work with you. If you would like to join me, the link is in the show notes. This masterclass will be happening live on October 28th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. But no worries if you are watching in the future, the link will still work and it will take you to the replay. So click that link and I will see you inside Self Unedited. So even though this was a once a week yoga class that I think paid me like $20 or something, it wasn't, wasn't a huge amount, maybe $30. I don't really remember because I didn't, uh, because I like appreciated that. And I was just so excited that I got to share this yoga practice because I went into yoga training just as a personal development thing. But by the end, I was so changed and transformed that I just had to share this with other people. So here I was super excited to teach one class a week at this place. Eventually, that led to two classes per week at the same place because uh, the people really liked me. And since I came from from Miami Beach is where I lived before, the way I taught yoga was more spiritual than people in Connecticut, what we're doing. And what I mean by that was like almost in all of Connecticut, there were a handful of classes that I went to where we did that. Uh, They wouldn't say, they wouldn't chant OM, they wouldn't chant mantras. Uh, It was really more of like an exercise rather than like a, a, a moment to connect to the divine. I really see yoga as a moment to connect with the divine. So I feel like I'm going off on a tangent. So let me just <laughs> get back aligned. So my face is a tray. <laughs> okay. So just one class a week before it, before it led to two classes per week, the owner of the gym came to me and told me that he wanted to start offering bar classes. A bar class is uh, like a exercise for like dancers is how I can describe it. That's the class where there's like a horizontal bar in the class and you have to do these kind of like Pilates movements. I really don't know another way to how to explain it, but it's like a combination of stretching and um, body work, but it's very targeted muscles in your body, Right. If, if you've never heard of bar, you can look it up. It's spelled B like boy, A like apple, R like Roger, R like Roger, and E like elephant. And it's bar, not bar A. <laughs> I called it bar A once when I uh, interned at a front desk of a yoga studio and they just gave me a look. They didn't explain to me that it wasn't called bar A and they just told me never to come back. But that's good. That was the universe protecting me from those people. The owner of this gym where I was teaching once a week approached me saying that he wanted to start teaching bar classes. And he asked me if I was interested and if I would be willing to go through a bar teacher training and that he would pay for it. 
I was like, yes, hell yes, let's do it. And the magical thing about this, the space where I was sent to take this bar training, long story short, I ended up, so this space was a yoga studio and a bar studio. And long story short, I ended up being the studio manager of this place a few months after the training. And it was because like just still having the yoga training and all that work I did in landmark, like the mindset work, the, all the shifts I had had, I still had this energy within me that, that I have now today, but it was, you know, missing for a little while. (laughs) I had this energy within me of like, just being open, being open to learn, being open to receive, um, being open to like doing new things without letting fear stop me. So here I am now a studio manager of this bar and yoga place. And I guess I'm just thinking of all this now, and this is all channeling through me now, because like I said in the beginning, there's no script or anything to this. That is when I started drifting back into the masculine. And here's why. Here's why. First of all, um, when the offer was presented to me to be a yoga, to be the manager of this place, I was so excited because it was like my dream job at that time to be a manager of a yoga studio. So I was just like full-bodied, hell yes. But I was not happy with the salary. I wasn't happy with it. I'm not going to disclose how much it was, um, but people that I've told, they're like, wow. (laughs) But what I've learned since then was I had my own self-worth things that I needed to work through and my own sense of like worthiness and my own sense of like fear around money was what stopped me in speaking up about that ASAP as soon as the offer was given to me. If I would have been in a place where I knew I was supported, I knew I was worthy, I knew that it was that money was a safe thing and it wasn't like a difficult or hard thing to get, then I would have right away negotiated my salary. But because I didn't, and because there was a lot of work to do. I started like resenting working there. And now that I look back at this now, I've never even said this out loud, but now that I looked, look back on this now and think about this now, and I'm saying this out loud, I, I can see, I can recognize how that resentment and that just like scarcity of like not being paid an amount that made my body feel expansive because of that, the way I showed up was not in my hundred percent full potential. Don't get me wrong. I did my job well. And I taught, I taught class. I taught a lot of classes. I did a lot of like community events in the neighborhood and stuff, but it could have been so much better. It could have been so much better. Not that I have any regrets. I'm totally grateful for that experience. But I see now that like, 
your energy really is everything. Your energy is everything. And your energy is always going to be low if you like abandon your desires. If you compromise on what you truly want, it's going to constrict your body. You're, you're going to, uh, it's not going to feel good, you know? But if you can open up your heart and just like expand and ground and relax and there's so many, there's so many parts to this, right? There's so many parts like working on money mindset has been something I've worked on. When did I start? Before then I did start working on it a little bit. I actually went into the landmark forum that I'm mentioned earlier. I went into the landmark forum to, uh, get a better, get into like a better situation with money. And before the landmark forum, it was like paycheck to paycheck kind of, that's how my money flow was. Like by the time I got paid, my account was like really close to zero, if not zero. And, um, after that, I've never lived paycheck to paycheck again. But I do recognize that I'm not currently, I don't currently have the numbers in my bank account that reflect the abundance that I know I am attracting into my life because I'm showing up every day doing the work and I am committed. So I'm still here. I'm still doing it. But the divine feminine, let's go back to the divine feminine. I feel like this podcast episode, because I'm riffing, it feels like it's all over the place. So I really hope that this all makes sense and this all lands. So the divine feminine, like how I shared earlier, is all about feeling. It's all about being open to receive, right? So what I've recently realized was that I've done a lot of mindset work. I've done a lot of thinking about what happened in my childhood. And I've done a lot of like rationalizing what happened in my past and in my childhood. And I'm grateful for every single thing. But I realized recently that although I've done those things, my body still felt fear around showing up confidently in my business. And leaning into, like, you would never think that this would have helped, but leaning into inner child work and the divine feminine work, specifically the feeling part, specifically like dropping into how your body's feeling, asking yourself, what can I do to feel better? Right. That's divine feminine stuff. And then with the inner child work, going back to certain memories that I've already rationalized, that I've already been like, this made me stronger, or like they didn't know any better, they were doing their best. But going back and feeling one last time the pain that I felt in that moment and allowing myself to cry and release that pain, that freed me. And the combination of just like getting in touch with my inner child and getting back in touch with the divine feminine 
has me in this space today where my coach is like, you need to record an episode because I want you to <laughs> record. I want you to record this energy that you have. I want this essence. She wanted this essence, whether or not this was a full episode, a teaser episode for something I'll go into in depth later. She just wanted me to record something. So that's what this is. And the interesting thing is like, because I didn't plan everything out, things just kind of channeled through me and it was all authentic, but I don't remember word for word what I said. (laughs) I don't remember word for word what I said, but I hope that, I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that this episode makes you recognize that in doing the work daily, even though it might feel like you're getting nowhere, keep doing it, keep shifting it. Like I had to shift my schedule so many times this year because I I would just put way too many things on my schedule or to compromise for not compromise to like make myself available for people in other time zones. I would have meetings at like eight in the morning and I, re- I realized that that doesn't serve me, right? That doesn't serve me. And even showing up with anyone before a certain time doesn't serve me because for me personally, that, that like morning ritual of me connecting with my divine feminine energy, connecting with my body. I need time to do that in the morning before I show up to, for anyone else. And I'm not telling you to not do meetings in the morning because we all have different needs. The mornings might be perfect for you. But it's just recognizing what doesn't work for you without making yourself go to that thinking space of like, this doesn't work with me. Something might be wrong. Something's wrong with me. No, nothing's wrong with you. It doesn't work. It's just feedback. So what can you do to make it work? Right? What can you do to make it work? Because there's always, there's always a resourcefulness that you can get to. If you come from a space where you're practicing being grounded and being anchored into your body and who you are. For example, today, Instagram is down, Facebook is down, WhatsApp is down, everything's down. Not everything, just Instagram, Facebook, and uh, WhatsApp. But I had a list of like questions I wanted to ask in my Instagram stories today. I actually prepared the stories yesterday. Um, they just need, I just need to add like the sticker polls and the, and the question buttons and all of that. And I go on this morning, this morning, I actually journaled. So I journaled what I wanted to do, putting the, putting the questions on Instagram was, was one of my things. And then my ask for the universe was, I was asking for guidance to just stay focused on my little list because I tend to make a list and then do all these other things. (laughs) All these other things that are like small little things that aren't really that important in the moment. That's my like, I guess, self-sabotage thing that I do. 
So I asked the universe for that focus, right? And then I sat down this morning to write a uh, to write a script for a podcast episode because that was before my coaching session with Amber, who told me to break up with the scripts, <laughs> no more scripts. <laughs> um, so my intention was to write the script because it was on my list. But I went to my phone to open up Instagram because I thought, like, let me just post the questions. The reality of it is. If I go on Instagram before I write my script, the script most likely might not be written. I want to I want to say that again in like different words. Before before you consume content, write your own content. Right? Because especially like if you're a morning person like I am and you're like alert and, and awake in the morning and you interrupt that with like other people's life and other people, other people's lives and other people's like dialogue and ideas, then it's much harder to get to that environment, uh, environmental space is what I was going to say, but I meant to say creative space. It's much harder to get to that creative space when all these other external things are like calling for your attention, right? That's what, that's what social media does. And um, so the reality of it is if I would have gone on Instagram and done that, I, I wouldn't have just posted the questions. I would have posted the questions and some scrolling, answered some DMs, re responded to comments, all these things, right? And my ask for the universe in my morning journaling practice was I asked for focus on my list, right? And the universe delivered because Instagram is down today. <laughs> And because I took the time to ground and connect and to be open, to be expansive, to be in that place of like, everything is okay and I am safe and everything that I'm manifesting is coming to me. Instead of stressing out that Instagram and Facebook were both down, I was like, all right, how can I still ask my audience questions? What else can I do? So I went to my email list and I wrote out an email. I titled it that Instagram is down and put a crying emoji because I thought that would get uh, that would get attention and that would be opened. And I I made um I made a Google form. I made a Google form with all of the questions that I would have asked on my Instagram story. And I linked that in the email and I sent it to my email list. And that love, that like resourcefulness of just like going to the email list is something that I probably wouldn't have thought of. I, I would not have thought of that if I wasn't in that space of grounding and just that like feeling and energy of everything is okay. And I am, I am open to receive and everything is okay. It just opens up your resourcefulness because you know it's coming. So if that's why, okay, there's so many things channeling through me. <sighs> so the, the, the how, the how to do something can't always be planned. 
And as long as you're not attached to the how and you're open to letting the how come to you, it will come to you. Even if you, even if it came to you and you're like, yeah, I'm going to post something in my Instagram stories. And when you go do that, it doesn't work because you're from this, you're in this space of like, this manifestation will happen and it will come to me and I am supported and the universe is working out in my favor. Of course, when something doesn't work, of course, you're automatically going to ask yourself like, all right, what can I do instead? Right? Of course, of course, you'll ask that because you're coming from a space that it will work out. (laughs) And that's, that's how my, how my morning was. So I shared a lot and I'm not sure if I, if, if I'm complete with what I want to share, but I'm going to trust that I am because nothing else is channeling through me right now. And I hope you like this episode and I'm really, really excited to have had this shift before the podcast is live because um, the podcast is going to be live as of right now, the time of recording, it's October 4th. So it's not live. It's going to be live in about eight days. And to give you a little just like illustration of how I've shifted more into the feminine, I've been very overwhelmed with this podcast because it's been a lot of recordings with other people, a lot of scheduling calls with other people. And I've recorded, I want to say like 10 or 11 podcast episodes with other people. Um, But I know that every other week I wanted to include a solo episode and I've only recorded one. (laughs) I've only recorded one and I've been stressing out about what to talk about my solo episodes. I've like brainstormed scripts and then not liked them. And now because I've had this shift and with this episode, I'm just showing up. I'm just showing up. I'm just here. I'm just here channeling the messages that I want to share. And I'm so grateful to be in this space because now I get to to have the same energy in all my solo episodes. And like my coach said, the script was costing me connection. So now I get to connect with you, with my, my listeners, with my audience, with my the people watching on YouTube, wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast, I get to connect with you more because I'm more open and I'm more expanded and you get to just really see who I really am. So I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Thank you for tuning in to this solo episode of the Openly Spoken Podcast. This one was such a fun one to record and I would love to hear your feedback. If you could leave us a review, that would be amazing since we are still a baby podcast. Also in the show notes, I have linked two freebies for you. One is for you if you struggle with imposter syndrome. It is called Unsilenced. And it's my simple three-step process to loosening the grip that imposter syndrome might be having on you at this moment. The second freebie in the show notes is called Receptive to Money. It's a simple four-step process to how I went from 
living paycheck to paycheck to saving money, starting a business, investing in high ticket coaches and all of that juiciness. So that is for you in the show notes. Thank you again so much for listening and I will see you next week.